0: Later today, Tisha leo Radker, alongside the Minister for Equality, Children, Disability, Integration and Youth, Roderick O'Gorman, will share details of the much-awaited and anticipated National Action Plan Against Racism. The new action plan will seek to systematically deal with the issue of racism and set out specific recommendations for government departments as well as local authorities and state agencies. Uh, they hope to address racism in all areas of society. Well, I'm joined by the director of the Irish Network Against Racism, Shane O'Curry, uh, who is going to be joining them at Leinster House. Shane, good morning.
1: Uh, good morning, uh, Pat. How are you?
0: I'm very well. Uh, first of all, do we have any definitive information as to the prevalence of racism in Ireland?
1: Uh, well, I, I, I think we do. And I think the great thing about this plan is that it's ambitious and, and bold in its language. And it's the first time in the history of the Irish state that we have a central policy document which recognizes all of the evidence which has been uh, which has been published to date since the beginning of the Irish state, which shows that people from all minoritized backgrounds face racism and discrimination in multiple ways in multiple areas of life. Um, it rec- it, it's great because it recognizes racism as a systemic endemic problem, uh, which resides in our institutions, and is reproduced through the st- through the structures of society, um, and is manifest in the stark differences of in in outcome faced by people from minority backgrounds. Um,
0: You know, to to be maybe more specific about the areas in which people might face racism, obviously things spring to mind if, for example, landlords decide they won't accept people of a particular racial background or ethnic background into their premises. That's kind of an obvious one, but there are probably much more subtle ways in which discrimination happens.
1: Uh, Yes, there are. I mean, mean, you know, people are... It's very hard to put your finger on uh on the discrimination that happens when a landlord does that how do you prove that the landlord has turned someone down because of their their ethnic or racial background and you know the only evidence that we have of that is in the outcomes you know when you do, if you look in broader terms at you know uh, the success of people from different minority backgrounds in accessing housing then you can see that the discrimination has occurred uh, and I think it's 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 much the case in 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 many areas it's very hard um, it's it's very hard to determine that somebody has been treated more harshly or uh or or in a discriminatory fashion in many areas of life um so the it, what's, what's good about this plan is that it uh, it offers a multi pronged and uh and hopefully well resourced uh package uh for all institutions to uh to keep a focus on racism uh, because they understand racism as an endemic problem in all of our institutions, um, and to have uh, bodies which will ensure its implementation, which will ensure resourcing uh, for bringing minority ethnic people into uh, decision-making structures and policy-devising uh, structures so that uh, you know it can adhere to the principle of nothing about us without us. Um, so I think it's... Uh, it, it, this plan is really very welcome because it offers all of those possibilities for um for irish society and i think uh, it, it, it if it's properly implemented will be one of the most progressive plans against racism uh in the west uh, but the challenge will be in its implementation and what will the implementation plan look like what will what will be the body which ensures its implementation and how will it do that will there be key performance indicators what will happen if institutions don't meet their commitment? And yeah, sorry. I,
0: I, I'm just wondering yeah. uh, how you stop uh, some of the experiences of people who uh, are uh, possibly Irish today, but maybe second generation uh, African or whatever. How do you stop those uh, things that do bother them every day? For example, microaggression. Um, you know, to a young. people black teenagers approach and someone holds on to their handbag more tightly or there's name calling, that kind of thing. Um, what kind of framework or government action can stop that?
1: Well, I think that that's very difficult. And I think that, we, you know, the, 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 the hope is that in addressing the deep-seated uh, institutional bias that people face and, and you know, the deep structural uh, problems, you know, which create these vast differences in outcomes, that this will trickle down into our, in, in, you know, into our cultural understanding of discrimination. I think that if we, if when we see our neighbours who are from different ethnic minority backgrounds uh, being valued in the same way that we are in our institutions, that translates, I think, at a at an interpersonal level, into greater respect for our neighbours um, and. Uh, you know, as well, of course, as you know, encouraging people to you know to to challenge yeah. racism when they see it. D- does um, it
0: does it wax and wane um, for different ethnic minorities, depending on you know what's happening? For instance, I don't know whether Russians are getting a hard time in Ireland because of the actions of Vladimir Putin. It is widely reported that uh, there was uh, racism very manifest against Chinese and South Asian people because they were being blamed for
1: COVID. Yes, indeed. Well, that's a very, that's a very good point that you're making. Um, and in fact, we're releasing our iReport, uh, racist incident data tomorrow. Uh, and that'll be the data for 2022. Um, in 2020, as you say, uh, we picked up on a lot of, uh, incidents that were directed at against these East, East Asian people, uh, people who were Chinese or presumed to be Chinese by the aggressors who were blamed for COVID. Um, I suppose an interesting thing about that is that uh, it, it, that soon uh it migrated to other minority people from minority backgrounds so then south Asians also became targets and then basically all migrants and then all people from minority backgrounds became targets for and blamed for the COVID, the covid pandemic so uh, there are trends and they and they are influenced by um by what goes on in society that we have picked up unfortunately on on some pretty ugly anti-Ukrainian tropes that are circulating. Um, and I, I think that, yes, very much racism interacts with current affairs Unfortunately,
0: Um, because of uh, the the nature of people who come from Africa, for example, or from Asia, they're uh, fairly easily identifiable as not uh, being of ethnic Irish stock. Now, they could be here for two or three generations. Uh, Who knows? In the case of Ukrainians or Eastern Europeans or Russians, Uh, Harder to, if you like, spot their ethnicity. So I'm wondering, do they suffer less? Those, uh, you know, incomers into Ireland suffer less because they're more like ethnic Irish in appearance than uh, those
1: other populations? I I, I mean, I think that, well, I mean, I suppose the the thing to remember is that uh, Irish travellers are white-skinned like the rest of the Irish population, but they have faced uh, very stark discrimination and racism since before the foundation of the state. Um, uh, So, you know, and what Ukrainians and other migrants from other parts of Europe uh, will face will be different, from the racism the you know, the kind of very stark skin color racism faced by people of African descent and people of Asian descent, Uh, but they, they will nevertheless face racism. Um, And, you know, of course, you know, in in this mix, we have this, um, you know, we have the kind of this very kind of ugly hierarchy of, of racism, you know, these kind of discourses about more deserving and less deserving uh, refugees and migrants, which is something that uh, which which something that ultimately benefits nobody because it undermines solidarity between people and it undermines uh, it undermines every community 's claim to be able to live here in dignity as as full and equal participants in our society
0: yeah. well i mean that 's a, a very complex discussion because if people are economic migrants versus those who are fee- fleeing persecution or war. I mean, they are different categories. You know, that's the the truth of it. And someone who is just coming for a job and is seeking asylum, perhaps unnecessarily, they're taking a place from a deserving person who really is in big trouble.
1: Uh, well, I mean, I, I I I I I don't know that they're taking that they're taking anyone's place, um, and I I don't know how many people who who are here seeking asylum uh, are are actually here for other reasons, but there's no shortage of jobs in, in Ireland. There is a, there is a, in fact, there's a labour shortage at the moment. So there really, really isn't a question of that. All right. um, and and uh...
0: We 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 leave it there because I know you have to get to Leinster House and we have to get to, get to the news. Uh, Shane O'Curry, director of the Irish Network Against Racism, thank you for joining us. And for anyone who is the victim of racial abuse or an assault, the Irish Network Against Racism do have a link online where people can report racist abuse. That link can be got on iReport.ie. The Pat Kenny Show with
1: Aviva Insurance weekdays at 9am on News Talk.